If you don't have an email list, then you don't have a direct line to your customers. Reaching your clients, audience, supporters, and fans with the right message at the right time in the right place becomes easy when you've got a strategic email list in place. My email list is the number one way I drive profits in my business. And major bonus here, it's a lot easier and way more fun than you might think. That's why I'm teaching a free live workshop all about growing your email list called From Zero Subscribers or Zero Strategy to an Engaged Email List That Lasts. I'll show you how to kick off your email list building strategy with no fear because I know it can be scary to start something new in your business. Save your virtual seat at growanemaillist.com. Inside of my free live workshop, you'll learn why email marketing is 10 times more effective than posting on social media, my secret to sending out weekly emails without adding a ton of work to my plate, my best tips for getting people to hit subscribe, and what to actually say to them to convert them from subscribers to paying clients and customers. Save your seat now at growanemaillist.com. That's growanemaillist.com to get started with an email list strategy that drives real results. I'll see you at the masterclass. How does my product service or offer paint possibility, but how can it also show people how to move away from a problem? And chances are whatever your offer is, it is solving someone's problem, right? Hey, my name is Jenna Kutcher, and I am obsessed with all things business, marketing, numbers, and helping you to navigate both the messy and the magical seasons of this thing called life. I'm a small town mama who took a $300 camera, grew a successful photo biz, and now I work from home and run a seven-figure online business. I teach you the tried and true secrets to building a career you adore. Shy away from the real talk? (laughs) No way. Money, hardship, growth, loss, and marketing are all topics we discuss here. Think of this as your one-stop shop for happy hour with a gal pal mixed with business school. Pull up a seat, make sure you're cozy, and get ready to be challenged and encouraged while you learn. This is the Gold Digger Podcast. I can't believe I'm recording an episode talking about an infomercial, but here we are. (laughs) Let me back up and explain a little bit. So right now, as I record this, I'm watching the monitor as Quinn sleeps. Drew and Coco are at the trampoline park. Let me tell you that buying a membership to the trampoline park was probably one of the best investments we made this year. Not only do they get to get out of the house and get some energy out, Drew considers it a workout. And also... It's just something that Coco loves. So I get to sit down and record an episode. And I actually had an entirely different episode planned for today. I was going to record an episode all about boundaries. And if you want one, message me so that I know you want that. But I actually pivoted because I had a really interesting encounter this morning. So I went to get my nails done. And usually I will pop in my earbuds and listen to a podcast or an audiobook making sure that I can hear the technician and have conversation if they want to. But I usually use that time as just time to listen. Honestly, now that I don't like commute, I mean, I haven't commuted in forever. But now that I don't really leave the house very much, I don't have a lot of time to listen to podcasts and things like that. And so that's usually when I do that. And today I had my earbuds and I didn't realize they were dead. So I got in to get my nails done and I had my earbuds in and I'm like, oh, Okay, they're not connecting. So I sat there and got my nails done. And at the nail salon that I go to, they have two televisions, and usually there's like soap operas on or talk shows or whatever. 
But today there was an infomercial. And so I had the pleasure of watching an infomercial for about 45 minutes. And I actually learned a lot from it. So today's episode is going to be about the five things that I learned from watching an infomercial that we can all apply to our marketing strategy today. And while it's a really interesting conversation and topic, I'm super excited to talk about it. What do you think? Should we dive in? Let's go. I love sharing podcast recommendations with you. If you love Gold Digger, then you'll love Nudge, hosted by Phil Agnew. Learn the science behind great marketing with bite-sized 20-minute episodes packed with practical advice from world-class marketers and behavioral scientists. Nudge is fast-paced and insightful with real-world examples that you can apply to your business. I loved this recent episode where Phil shares how our subconscious mind calls the shots and how to bring more awareness to your thoughts to help you not make stupid mistakes. His words, not mine. Nudge is brought to you by the HubSpot Podcast Network, the audio destination for business professionals. Listen to Nudge wherever you get your podcasts. This episode is brought to you by the host of my online store, Shopify. Try Shopify for free and start selling anywhere. Sign up for a free trial at shopify.com slash gold digger. Okay, so something kind of hilarious here that I should note is that I watched this infomercial for 45 minutes reading all of the captions, the closed captioning. And yet I still couldn't remember what the product was called. I literally went to hit record and I was like, wait, what is the product called? And so I literally Googled infomercial for air sucker food preserver and found out it is the Nutri-Sealer. So I'm going to be talking about the Nutri-Sealer today and I am not a customer yet. However, I want to talk about how the infomercial almost made me a customer. So what's really fascinating is I remember one of my good friends, Russell Brunson, he is one of the best marketers that I know on the planet. And he always talked about how as a kid, he was fascinated with infomercials. Like the guy would wake up in the middle of the night, turn on the TV, there'd be an infomercial on and he would take notes on them. And I thought that was super interesting because he is truly one of the best marketing minds that I know. And it was kind of funny because as I was sitting there getting my nails done and watching this infomercial, I thought of Russell and I thought, wow, he gets a lot of these things right. And so I was intrigued to watch this infomercial and kind of ask myself, like, what are they getting right? Because here's something to note that I think is really fascinating when we think about marketing strategy is if you are doing an infomercial, you have a huge task at hand, right? You are spreading your net so wide and you're hoping that somehow you hook a viewer into watching you, especially these days when we have so many different options on the TV or streaming, like we can literally just change a channel and watch anything else. And so it's fascinating to me that infomercials are still a thing and that they're still an effective way to sell something. But when you think about it, to have a successful infomercial, you have to be able to stop someone in their tracks in their life. So I always imagine like a mom washing dishes at the sink and the TV is on in the background or someone who has insomnia who turns on the TV. You have to catch them and hook them so that they continue to watch in the time that they're watching make a purchasing decision. It's really fascinating when you think about it because nowadays for many of us, especially people listening, if you're a small business owner or maybe you have like a local based business, you're not casting that wide of a net. Like you kind of know 
these are my ideal clients. I want to speak to them. I want to reach them. But I think because of infomercials broadness and this ability to like stop someone in their tracks and make someone who probably doesn't even have this product on their radar, make a purchasing decision on the spot. If that's their goal, I think we can learn a lot. So here are the five things that I picked up from this infomercial that I think we all could apply to our own marketing strategies, myself included, that would help us to market better and help people make those purchasing decisions quicker and with more confidence. So the first thing that I caught that I thought was really fascinating was the product positioning. So one thing I noticed is with this Nutra sealer, they were really good at positioning their product. They were the quote, only one who did these certain things. They had a lot of exclusive talk. They made sure that you understood that theirs was superior to the rest. They had specific patents. They kept bringing up this technology that allowed them to double seal, which is something that no other sealers can do. And what I think is really interesting about this method is they made you think that you didn't need just any vacuum sealer. You had to get theirs. And I thought this was a really cool marketing strategy because a lot of times, we don't know our own USP. Our USP is our unique selling proposition. Let's face it, no matter what you do out there, there's probably someone else or probably thousands of other people who do the same thing that you do, right? And so it is your job in your marketing to very clearly communicate what makes you unique, what makes you different. And what was really fascinating during this infomercial is that they were not afraid to even show other products that were similar to theirs. In fact, this was part of their strategy, which I thought was so fascinating, where they literally showed, they had this camera shot where they showed all of these different vacuum sealers, and then they showed why theirs was superior. And it kind of was refreshing in a sense. And it made me as a purchaser think, oh, I can't just go on Amazon and buy any old vacuum sealer. I have to buy this one because it is the only one. And it has the special patents and it has this unique ability. And so what does this mean for us? How do we use this tip? So when you think about positioning, one thing that I think is so important is that we really get clear about what is your unique selling proposition? What sets you apart from the other person who is 10 minutes away from you who does the same thing? And how can you really clearly communicate that? For me, this brings up this time in my career as a photographer where when I first became a photographer, I had such problems with imposter syndrome that my goal, like my number one goal was to blend in. Like I just wanted to look like every other photographer out there. I didn't want someone to say like, you are not a great photographer. You don't have a background in this. I just wanted to blend in. However, a couple of years into that, I realized, no, 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 I don't need to appeal to every single couple in Wisconsin who's planning a wedding. I need 20 couples to say yes and to choose me. And I want them to choose me because they really want me. They don't just need any other wedding photographer. And so I transitioned all of my communication, my branding, the images that I showed, the way that I talked about my work to really stand out and attract the right people. And so how can you as a business owner know what your USP is, your unique selling proposition, and how can you make it super clear so that if someone is out there searching, they very quickly know like you are the right fit for them. You are superior to other options and they are super confident in that and they are going to stop their search 
right then and there because you have so clearly laid that out. So that was the first part that I thought was really fascinating about this infomercial. And again, just think about your positioning and not pretending like there aren't other people who do what you do, but challenging yourself to clearly communicate why yours is the best or you are the best or your product is the best. I love that. Okay. The second thing that I loved and definitely learned from in watching this was that there are two types of people that you want to make sure your marketing appeals to. And honestly, this has been a huge challenge for me in my business and something that we're continually working on. And let me explain. There are two types of consumers. There are people who are running towards what's possible, right? They see something, they see their future painted with the product or the service or the offer, and they are running towards that. Like they want that transformation, that change. And then there are people who are strictly running away from their past or their circumstance or this problem. And what's really interesting is I am a very aspirational marketer. Like to me, I love painting the possibility for people. Like my marketing is usually geared towards the people who are running towards. Like they want something different for their life or better for their life. I love writing to those people, but it's kind of 50-50. And if you're only marketing towards one or the other, you're missing a massive chunk of the population. So how did this infomercial do this? Well, they hit both sides of people. So they were thinking about, okay, what are certain things that people are constantly running towards? And one of the features that they had in this infomercial that I thought was fascinating is that they had this woman come on and she talked about how this vacuum sealer helped her lose 100 pounds. And not only did she lose 100 pounds, but how it helped her daughter lose 50 pounds. And so Think about that testimonial right there. You're buying something that will vacuum seal your food. However, now they are painting the possibility that in buying this product, you are going to get healthier. And you're not only going to get healthier, but you're going to help your family get healthier as well. I thought that was like so fascinating. And it was really interesting to watch because they were selling this product, but they were also selling this possibility that this tool was going to help you eat better, eat healthier, and make better decisions. Now, is a vacuum sealer actually going to help you make better decisions about what you put in your mouth? Probably not. However, what an interesting marketing angle, right? So part of the presentation was focused on this woman and her healthy habits and how she was using this vacuum sealer to pre-portion out foods and seal up a bag of pretzels because when there's an open bag of pretzels, she eats the whole thing and like all of these relatable things. So that was part of it. Now let's talk about the other side of the audience. What are people running away from? Now the infomercial had this whole section on how much waste people have with their groceries, right? Like you have leftovers and it goes moldy or you buy produce and it goes bad or you try to freeze something and there's freezer burn or your chips go stale. And so they hit on what are people running away from and it's spending money on food that they don't eat. And so they were hitting this other side of the population who knows that there is this problem and that they want to move away from it, which was wasteful food. And so I thought this was super interesting because if you think about it, like a woman losing 100 pounds, her daughter losing 50 pounds, and then also on the flip side of the coin, how much food we waste and the average American spends X amount on groceries that go uneaten and all these things. 
This is all inside of one infomercial and it somehow worked because they segmented out their marketing sections to appeal towards the people who are running towards possibility, but also the people who are running away from a problem. And I thought that this was a really interesting point for a lot of us as marketers because we tend to write our marketing copy through the lens of what we as a consumer usually desire. Like, again, I am like, paint me the possibility. I want to run towards it. But when you are only writing your copy and your marketing towards one person, you are missing so many other people. And so there are a few different ways you can do this. So the first thing you want to think about is how does my product service or offer paint possibility, but how can it also show people how to move away from a problem? And chances are whatever your offer is, it is solving someone's problem, right? That's like usually what we create businesses out of is the ability to create something that can change someone's life. And so what I would recommend doing is doing a review of your copy and thinking through both lenses. And if you know someone in your life who might be the flip side of the coin of what you are, invite them to read it and be like, what do you think about this? Because here's the thing. I remember debating this with one of my marketing friends because he runs away from problems. I run towards possibility. And I had him like read some of my copy and he's like, yeah, this, I don't care. Like that doesn't resonate with me. Like I just never want to go back to a life where I don't have choices. Like, yeah, it's cool that like you can have this freedom and stuff, but like, I don't even think about that because all I'm thinking about is like, I don't want to go back there. And so it's really important that we try to balance and that we also try to make sure that the way that we communicate what our product service or offer is that we're doing it in a way that will appeal to all of those audiences. So I thought it was just really fascinating in the infomercial. They hit both of them with very different angles. And while it was all a part of the same presentation, it made sense in how they separated those portions. But it also would appeal to different people in different ways. Super interesting, right? Okay, so number three is we need to get better as marketers at demonstrating. And this became super apparent to me as I was watching this infomercial. They showed so many different ways to leverage this one product. And of course, when you have, you know, cameras and lights and a whole crew producing an infomercial, it's really easy to demonstrate. But it got me to thinking. How many of us are not demonstrating how our products can solve a problem? So if you think about it, your product service or offer should do one of these four things. It should save someone time, make them money, simplify a process, or add joy to their life. And there's a really good chance that your product does one of those things. And so how can we get better at demonstrating this? What kinds of things could we add into our marketing that would help someone see and imagine this product in their life? So in this infomercial, they had all these different demonstrations. I mean, what was really interesting is that while they were talking about the product and the uses for the product, they were also showing how it worked. And I thought this was really cool because it challenged me as someone who has a lot of digital products to think, how could I demonstrate this better? Like, How could I give tutorials or even time lapses and show people how to use this product or what it looks like? How could I do sneak peeks of what my courses are or how you can access them? 
how can I demonstrate this better so that someone who is watching or consuming starts to imagine themselves doing what I'm doing? And so it was really interesting because I thought that it was a really cool way to show all of these different uses for one product. So for example, they were talking about leftover pizza. And they were like, your leftover pizza will never turn into cardboard again. Then in the next frame, they're showing how you can pre-portion out different snacks. Then in the next frame, they're showing how you can portion out your vitamins. I mean, there was so many different uses that they were demonstrating. I just thought it was really interesting because they were thinking about like, here are all the ways that someone can use this. And I'm sure some of them were not the original intent of the product. However, they probably were paying attention to like, oh, wow, that was smart. Like somebody used this to pre-portion out shampoo for their trip. Like that's a great use. And so they were showing all of these different uses for their product. And I think a lot of times we kind of get backed into a corner with our own offer because we think, okay, this is how people are going to use it. This is how they're going to enjoy it. This is the end result. But to me, if we could gather feedback from our customers or our students or our clients and say like, tell me, how did this save you time or make you money or simplify your process or add joy or show me how you're using this, you might be able to expand how you can demonstrate how this product will change somebody's life. The other part of this that I thought was super, super interesting is that they were tying the uses and the demonstrations into these end results that would make you feel like a million bucks. So for example, they were saying like, hey, you can vacuum seal a fresh apple pie so that in the dead of winter, when there are no apples on your tree, when a guest comes over, you can whip out a fresh apple pie and you will be the best hostess. And I was like, wow, they are really hitting on these goals that people might have for themselves and really kind of painting this possibility beyond just, you're going to have a fresh apple pie six months from now, but now you are going to be this incredible host and people are going to wonder, how does she have a fresh apple pie right now? And I just thought it was really interesting that they were not only demonstrating the uses, but then connecting those uses to end results. So how can you do this better in your own marketing and what can that look like? So again, just thinking, how can I demonstrate my products and how can I help people imagine them using that product and enjoying an end result that might not be directly related to the product, but might be a result of their use with the product? Super fascinating. I know something about you. You're busy. Chances are that you're listening to this podcast and you're probably doing something else too. Mastering the art of working out, walking the baby in the stroller, washing that sink full of dishes. And honestly, we get it. When you're having conversations with your customers, the same is probably true for them. They're juggling just as much. And it can be hard to give a true experience in just a moment, especially when we're all so distracted. HubSpot helps you go beyond the moment by connecting you and your team so you can access all the data you need to see the full customer picture, what motivates them, what their expectations are, and how you can blow them out of the water with your service. With powerful tools that connect marketing, sales, ops, and service, HubSpot's powerful CRM platform powers you and your team to transform customer moments into extraordinary customer experiences. 
Learn how HubSpot can help your business grow better at HubSpot.com. Gold diggers, we all know the B2B landscape can be a bit complex. From lengthy buying cycles to complicated decision-making processes, reaching your target audience can be tough. But I found a solution tailored just for you. LinkedIn ads. A whopping 79% of B2B content marketers say LinkedIn produces the best results for paid media. That's because with LinkedIn ads, you're not just casting a wide net and hoping for the best. You're strategically building relationships and driving real results. We're talking about a platform with over a billion members, including 180 million senior level executives and 10 million C-level executives. You are networking with the actual decision makers. And LinkedIn's targeting and measurement tools are specifically designed for for B2B marketers, meaning you're not wasting time or money on irrelevant leads. In fact, in the tech industry, LinkedIn ads have been shown to generate two to five times higher return on ad spend compared to other social media platforms. Using LinkedIn ads allows you to stay ahead of the curve when it comes to industry trends and developments, whether it's finding the perfect partner for a collaboration or uncovering new opportunities for growth, LinkedIn can be your secret weapon. Make B2B marketing everything it can be and get a hundred dollar credit on your next campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash goal to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash goal. Terms and conditions apply. Okay. Number four is this, and this is something I think we all could get better at. Leverage other people to speak about your product. So while I was watching this and kind of deconstructing how they were doing what they were doing, I noticed that they had the main guy who was the host. I don't know if he was the inventor or the CEO or anything, but he was the main guy. And then he invited this woman on and she started talking about her experience with the product and showing the product. And this is the woman who lost 100 pounds. And then they show a picture of her daughter who lost 50 pounds, who's now in a bikini and all these different things. And they had this really interesting like dynamic. So he was kind of more features based and she was more like painting the possibilities. And I thought it was really interesting from a marketing standpoint, because a lot of times we are the ones with the megaphones about our own products, right? And I don't know if this goes for you, but sometimes talking about our own creations is really awkward. Like I have been in rooms with like hundreds upon hundreds of women and I'll ask like, who here loves to sell? And very few hands go up. Selling is really awkward and uncomfortable. And a lot of times we are so close to the own details of our products that we kind of get lost in the features and we kind of forget like, Okay, how does this feature tie to an end result that a consumer would want? And so I really thought it was interesting how they were bringing on different people who were customers of this product to talk about it. And I thought it was a really good challenge for us as marketers and small business owners to really ask other people to step in and help us sell our products. Because I don't know about you, but like I am someone who reads reviews before I buy things. Like I, love crowdsourcing solutions and products and things like that. I don't necessarily want a company to give me a biased opinion on their product. I want to hear from real people who are just like me, who paid for something and what their experience was. And so this infomercial did a really good job of that. Now, here's the second part of this. They stop the part with the host and the woman, the co-host, and then they scoot to this testimonial 
And in the testimonial, they made it look like it was like a Facebook post. So they made it look and feel like it was like organic marketing. Like this woman just so happened to post this video. And it was this mom with this little baby. And I'll never forget the mom's name was Gina and the baby's name was Gigi, which I thought was very interesting. And Gina is kind of juggling the baby and holding up her little vacuum sealer, the Nutra sealer, and talking about all the ways that she uses it. And she used a ton of language that would appeal to moms. So she she was saying things like, you know, being a mom, you're already busy enough. You're juggling all the things. Like, imagine if you could prep fresh food for your baby for two weeks and break it up into the vacuum sealer and it'll be fresh three weeks from now when you're on the go. And like, hitting on all of these different speaking points. And it was very obvious to me that she was paid to say these things. But at the same point, the way that they presented it made it look really organic. Like this mom was just so thankful for the Nutrisealer that she like had to record this video with her baby. And so I was wondering like, what can we learn from this? And I think the biggest learning from this is leverage other people to speak about your product. Like, how can these testimonials that you collect and gather tackle objections that you, the founder, the CEO, or the business owner cannot necessarily tackle in a way that is going to help people become paying clients? For me, it was really interesting because the guy who was the main host, like he didn't necessarily sell me on it. And for reference, I did not buy a neutral sealer. However, I was shocked at how close. I was to wanting one, even though 10 minutes before sitting down at the nail salon, I had never thought of ordering a vacuum sealer in my entire life. He did not sell me on it. He was too features-based, which happens to a lot of us who are so intimately involved in our offers. However, the women who were on this infomercial did a really good job of hitting objections and pain points and painting possibility in a way. Like... I was thinking as the mom was talking about like, imagine having this fresh food for your baby. Like, of course, every mom has this deep desire to puree perfect organic squash and have it ready to go at the drop of the hat. But like most of us end up buying the jars or the pouches and calling it a day. And so it was painting this possibility of like, wow, you can be the type of mom you want to be and you can be efficient and you can save time and all of these things. And so it was very interesting. And so one thing that I want for you to audit in terms of your marketing is are there ways that you could leverage testimonials to help you sell your product in a new way? One thing that we do that I think is really helpful and something that I noticed in the infomercial is that they leveraged other people speaking about the product to hit objections. And so when you are thinking about what are all the reasons why someone is not buying my product, service, or offer, you should be able to come up with a list of objections. And you don't just want to stop at, it's going to take time and money because those are the two main objections for every single purchasing decision out there. But what are other people's fears around investing in what it is that you have? And then how can you crowdsource testimonials where people had that fear and they overcame it. Now, something important to note here is that if you want to leverage this technique, you've got to be collecting testimonials and you've got to be actively doing that and not just waiting for people to leave you a review, but making it a part of your follow-up process. 
So asking people outright, like, hey, are you willing to leave a testimonial? And if you are, can I provide a quick framework that will help you to write the best testimonial? And it'll simplify it for you. Because guess what? If people are willing to write testimonials, chances are they would love a framework to leave you a testimonial that will actually be helpful for you. And so when you ask people for testimonials, you want to ask them questions like, what fears did you have before you bought this product? Did those fears come to light or were they unsubstantiated? What was your outcome? How did that outcome change your life? What did it make you feel like? What is something unique that you wish people knew about this product, service, or experience? And just guide them through questions that will allow them to write an awesome testimonial, but it'll also allow you to really look at, oh, these are real objections that people have. And I can use this testimonial in a way that will speak to that very clear objection and also help people overcome it. And I think what happens a lot of times is that in marketing, we try to avoid the objections, right? Like we're like, if we bring this up, it's only going to remind people that they're already scared. People know what they are afraid of. Like you are not going to remind them of their fears around purchasing. And so I think that it's pretty cool as a marketer to be like, Hey, I know you're thinking this and this is so-and-so's experience. She felt the same way. And this is what happened. And so I think it's really cool as a marketer to like hit it on the head instead of trying to avoid it. And I thought it was really interesting how this infomercial did that using other people and other experiences and also kind of spanning the different generations. I'll say this because as I said at the beginning, infomercials have to cast a very wide net. And so what was really fascinating is they had like this young mom and then they had a woman in her 50s and then they were showing stories about other people. And so they were trying to cast a really wide net for people that were watching this infomercial to try and hit something that will relate to them that will help them get off the fence. Okay, final point is this. Getting off the fence requires urgency. So all of us have watched infomercials, right? Like the, but wait, there's more. If you buy this right now, or if you call toll free, you will get a second one for free. Only pay shipping and handling. We've all seen that, right? Well, infomercials get that right. I mean, there is a massive amount of urgency in the way that they craft their deal. And something that I would encourage you to do is one, find an infomercial and just watch and like see if there's anything you pick up beyond all of these things I'm sharing. But the thing that you really want to pay attention to is the ways that they add urgency and sweeten the deal to get you off the fence. I know what it's like to feel completely thrown off your game because you're just not motivated or your mind isn't in the right space. That's why I'm thrilled to tell you all about superhuman activations. Now, if meditation isn't for you, you need to try activations instead. Activations are a groundbreaking new type of audio that's this mix of a motivational podcast, cinematic music, and guided visualization. They are fundamentally different from meditation and a lot more exciting to listen to. Instead of calming you, activations are motivating, energizing, and transformative. You'll reach your goals faster whether you want to earn more money, get clarity, achieve a health goal, or feel like you're reaching your highest potential. They're essentially a shortcut to get to where you want to be and the ultimate way to visualize your future self. And you can only find them on the Superhuman app. I use and love Superhuman and find myself playing activations several times a day, whether I'm baking bread, doing my skincare, or even when I'm in the shower. Superhuman offers something completely different to other apps out there, and I cannot wait for you to try them. 
Take advantage of their 14-day free trial and head over to activations.com forward slash gold digger to start your trial and save over 60% off your membership. There is literally no risk. If you change your mind and forget to cancel after the trial, you're covered by their money back guarantee. The discount is only available through their website, not the app store. So visit activations.com forward slash gold digger now for over 60% off. Do not miss out on this crazy deal. They rarely do discounts and it expires soon. That's activations.com forward slash gold digger. Hey, gold diggers. Lately, I've been getting excited to finish furnishing our new home, which is why I want to tell you about a brand that we absolutely love, which is Article. I have been a fan and a customer of Article for years. I'm always blown away by the curated assortment of furniture styles they offer. They have mid-century modern, coastal, industrial, Scandinavian, and even boho designs. There is something for everyone, no matter your taste. In our last house, we had their sofa and leather chairs. At our lake house, we have their dining table and chairs. We also just ordered some of their outdoor furniture for our new patio. Like, if you can't tell, we are obsessed with Article. The quality and style are top-notch. Article's online-only model means that they can offer some great prices with fast and hassle-free delivery. Pick the delivery time that works for you, and they keep you updated every step of the way. Article's customer is also amazing. They're knowledgeable, friendly, and always there when you need them. If you're like me and you're itching to give your home a makeover, I highly recommend checking out Article. They believe in delightful design for every home. And thanks to their commitment to style, quality, and affordability, it's never been easier to transform your space. Article is offering our listeners $50 off your first purchase of $100 or more. To claim, visit article.com slash gold digger and the discount will be automatically applied at checkout. That's article.com slash gold digger for $50 off your first purchase of $100 or more. On top of my many titles as mom, entrepreneur, and creative, I've also added host. Drew and I host on Airbnb on our favorite island in Hawaii. We started hosting as a way to make some extra income, and we've had such an easy breezy experience. Now we host year after year, and it's been a fantastic side hustle. Not to brag, but we've also been crowned Airbnb Superhost several times, so we are really killing the game. It's about having spaces we can enjoy as a family while creating memorable experiences for our guests, and it helps that we earn a little extra cash on the side. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. One of the biggest problems that marketers have is that a lot of people are just indecisive, right? We are constantly bombarded with marketing messages. We're constantly being sold to so much that we almost just kind of tune it out. Like it's become such a part of our daily life, this exposure to sponsored content and promotions and sales and things that we need to buy that we have gotten so numb to it. But what's really fascinating is the ability that an infomercial has to help you make a decision before the clock ticks to zero. And so they had this exclusive deal that you can only get if you use this special promo code and you call right now and you get on the phone and you ask about this special upgrade. And they had all of these different time-sensitive incentives that will allow someone who is watching the infomercial to make a decision. And here's something that I think is really cool is as marketers, it is our job to guide people into making a decision and to not guilt people about the decision they make. I think that's huge, right? 
as marketers, it is our job to guide people into making a purchasing decision and not guilt them for making the decision that they make. And I think that that point right there is worth gold as a marketer because you are supposed to be guiding people on the path of making this decision. So through your marketing, you want to position yourself. You want to market to people in a way that appeals to them. You want to demonstrate how your product, service, or offer is going to change your life. You want to combat their objections and you want to help them make a purchasing decision. And this is something I think about a lot. Like when I do webinars, I just want people to make a decision because there is nothing worse than moving through life and not making decisions, just staying on the fence. I think that for a lot of us, purchasing decisions are often made for us with the clock, right? So we're like, oh, I'll get around to it. I'll think about it. And then we miss out on an opportunity and we never actually made an active decision. And so infomercials are notorious for adding in all of these things to help you make that decision, which ultimately they want you to obviously buy. But I thought it was just really interesting in how they peppered their call to action throughout their marketing, right? So they're not banking that someone is going to watch the entire hour-long infomercial and they're going to pop in the call to action in the last two minutes. They are peppering the ability to make a purchasing decision throughout the infomercial. What does this mean for us? In your marketing, you want to make sure that your call to action isn't at the bottom of an email or the bottom of a sales page or the bottom of the product description. You want to make sure that for people who are really quick emotional buyers who make decisions very quickly based on their emotion, you want to make sure it is very easy for them to make that decision quickly. But then for people who are logical buyers, you want to dive deeper into the features and the explanations and the demonstrations and the testimonials. And so you want to make sure that your call to action is not just at the very bottom, assuming that someone is going to spend all of this time with you. There might be people who are ready to pull the trigger right now and make that decision right now. And so you want to have your call to action multiple times throughout your marketing. And you also want to make sure that you are helping people make that decision. So something that I think is interesting is that on an infomercial, they really try to get you to call this phone number, which I thought was just really interesting, especially in today's day and age where you could go to a website and buy the product. They kept pushing the toll-free number. They understand the power of connecting with another human. So how can we as marketers leverage that power? Do you have like a chat bot or an opportunity to get support? Do you have a team member who is responding to emails quickly? We have like little chat on different pages on our website so that if somebody is on that website and they need help making a decision, we're right there. And so I thought it was really interesting that instead of sending people to this URL, they were saying, call this number and directly ask about this bonus. And so there was a lot of urgency and a lot of guiding into the purchasing decision that happened on this infomercial. And I just thought it was really interesting that some of those old school tactics are still very present even in such a digital age. And so what does this mean for us? Maybe there are opportunities for you to add additional support or like connection points for people who are logical buyers, who need to have their questions answered, who just want to know that this is a legit purchase to be made. And then also, 
how we can spread our call to actions throughout our marketing instead of assuming someone's going to watch the whole thing or wait for the whole thing and then make a purchasing decision. One thing that I do inside of my webinars is instead of waiting until the very end to sell the course or the program, right at the beginning, I'm like, hey, just so you know, I do have something to sell. I want to make this webinar so great for you that you are excited to join my program. But I don't want for you to waste this entire training wondering how much it's going to cost or if you're even a good fit for it. So if you are curious right now, here's what the offer is. And I quickly review that offer right at the beginning so that if somebody has to jump off or their kid comes in or they get distracted or they get a phone call, they know that there is something that they can join in on and that's available for purchase. Those might be the emotional people who are like, oh, I already know I need this. I'm just going to buy it. I'll jump into the full paid training later. And then at the very end for all the logical people, then I review the offer and walk through every single part of it at length. So just showing how this infomercial marketing is applicable in our digital age and how you can steal these tips and tricks for yourself. Well, there you have it. I mean, I'm actually really shocked that I didn't buy a Nutri-Sealer. Here's why I didn't buy it, to be fully honest. And maybe they can take this as an objection, not that they're actually going to listen to this episode. Here's why I didn't buy it. It looked really bulky. And I was thinking, where would I keep this thing? And then I was also thinking about how there's a lot of single-use plastic. That's probably not good for the environment. I don't know. Those are the thoughts, the objections that went through my head. It was actually really fascinating. And it seemed like a really cool product. And they showed it being used in so many different contexts that I was like, Oh, I feel like anyone could get use out of this. Like they did a really good job of showing how it can help you marinate your steaks and it can help you preserve an apple pie and it can keep your salad fresh for 10 days versus the average three days. And it showed a lot of different things. It was really interesting. But I learned a lot from watching the infomercial. And I think it's a really good callback for all of us entrepreneurs out there to be studying other people's marketing and other people that are not in your realm or other methods of marketing and wondering, what did they get right? What did they get wrong here? How can I take what I'm learning from this and apply it to my own business? And that is something that I love to do. And so I hope you love today's episode. It was a little different. And I made it through and Quinn is still sleeping and Drew and Coco are still at the trampoline park. And I'm still sitting here thinking about a vacuum sealer. But I hope you enjoyed today's episode of the Gold Digger podcast. Let me know if you are liking these more off the cuff conversations. I'm really enjoying doing them and kind of just inviting you into my everyday life. And so hit me up in the DMs. I love hearing from you listeners. And I just want to know if this type of episode and conversation is resonating. As always, gold diggers, until next time, keep on digging your biggest goals. And thank you so much for listening to another episode of the podcast. I'm over here giving you a virtual high five because you just finished another episode of the Gold Digger podcast. Did that go by way too fast for anyone else? If you want more, head over to golddiggerpodcast.com for show notes and all the discount codes from today's sponsors. And if you're looking for a new crew of movers and shakers like you to bounce ideas and ask questions, be sure to join my exclusive community for gold diggers on Facebook. The link's waiting for you at golddiggerpodcast.com. 
Hey, gold diggers. Lately, I've been getting excited to finish furnishing our new home, which is why I want to tell you about a brand that we absolutely love, which is Article. I have been a fan and a customer of Article for years. I'm always blown away by the curated assortment of furniture styles they offer. They have mid-century modern, coastal, industrial, Scandinavian, and even boho designs. There is something for everyone, no matter your taste. In our last house, we had their sofa and leather chairs. At our lake house, we have their dining table and chairs. We also just ordered some of their outdoor furniture for our new patio. Like, if you can't tell, we are obsessed with Article. The quality and style are top-notch. Article's online-only model means that they can offer some great prices with fast and hassle-free delivery. Pick the delivery time that works for you, and they keep you updated every step of the way. Article's customer care team is also amazing. They're knowledgeable, friendly, and always there when you need them. If you're like me and you're itching to give your home a makeover, I highly recommend checking out Article. They believe in delightful design for every home. And thanks to their commitment to style, quality, and affordability, it's never been easier to transform your space. Article is offering our listeners $50 off your first purchase of $100 or more. To claim, visit article.com slash gold digger and the discount will be automatically applied at checkout. That's article.com slash gold digger for $50 off your first purchase of $100 or more.